Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Uh-huh, I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. Okay, today, you know, this week I've just been on it. So today is no different. What I'm trying to do, I'm telling you, I've just reinvigorated myself. I'm, I'm more determined to share the principles of success. I'm more determined to help and guide and teach as many people as I can the things that I've learned. And I mean, man, I've been through it. I I have really been through it. I kid you not. You know, I used to say, okay, God, you know, why is all this happening to me? But as I uh, gotten older, I understand that was the ingredients. I needed the ingredients to be this cake. I needed all those ingredients stirred up. I need all of that different flavors, the stuff that I didn't think tastes so good. I put, all that stuff had to come into the bowl in order for me to get to where I am today. As much as I did not like the taste of the ingredients, little did I know God was making this cake, not me. But what he did was, and you've heard the old saying, God could turn lemon, lemons into lemonade. Well, that's what he was doing. Now, at the time, it all had a little funky lemonade, lemony flavor to it with some other stuff in it, too. I didn't care for it, but little did I know, little did I know that I needed everything that happened to me to happen to me in the exact order that it happened in the exact array of things that happened for me to have the knowledge I have today, the experience, the attitude, but so I could turn around and share that information. Okay, got that out the way? I've learned this. This this is what I want to give to you today. I want you to understand something. That discipline determines your destiny, not your desire. Discipline determines your destiny, not your desire. You've heard me say this how many times on the show? Okay, here we go again, Steve. I got it. Faith without works is dead. But let me tell you something. To be a hard worker, you got to be disciplined. That's one of the hardest lessons I'm trying to get through to my sons. That an undisciplined man is headed to a life of just, I I can't even tell you, man. You're going to throw yourself down a cliff if you're not a young man or a man that possesses discipline. Because they got something for undisciplined people. They got some street laws for undisciplined people, and they got some federal laws and state laws for undisciplined people. See, that's why them signs is outside on the freeway. We're going to let you go fast, but 70 is the limit. 70 fast enough, really. Really, if you're disciplined enough of a person to leave your house at the time you're supposed to leave your house, 70 miles per hour is absolutely enough. But if you're an undisciplined person, if you don't have the wherewithal to leave your house on time, to make to get ready to go where you want to go, see, the desire is where you want to go. The discipline is how you get there. 
you know, you understand, you can want to go to see your family in California all you want, but the flight leaves at 1.18. You leave your house at 12.30. They told you you must check in one hour before your flight. Now, if you ain't got the discipline to get to the airport to check in one hour before your flight, leaving your house 45 minutes before the flight departs, what you think going to happen? Your desire to go see your family in L.A. is going to be thwarted because you lack the discipline to prepare yourself and get yourself ready to do the things that you have to do to make your desires come true. I'm telling you, discipline determines your destiny, not your desire. You can write down a list of stuff you want to do all day, but if you don't produce and show the discipline necessary to get there, what you think going to happen? Huh? Okay. I want to be rich. Okay, I want to make 400000 a year. Okay, I want to be the best player that there is. Okay, but you don't want practice. See, the cat that's disciplined enough to show up at practice, the shooting jumpers when everybody going home, that's the guy that's going to be the best. The guy that puts us, that's never late for practice, the guy that studied the playbook, that's the guy that's going to make it. That's the guy that's going to make it. Not the guy that's talking crack. I'm stalking that smack. I'm going to make the Pro Bowl. I'm going to make the All-Star team. I'm going to be All-American. That's, that's just what you're saying. Hey, you know, you can say a lot of stuff, but discipline determines your destiny, not your desire. So now let's talk about this discipline. What is that really, Steve? That's your work ethic. That's your hunger. That's that's your will. That that's what you do. That's how hard you're willing to demonstrate. See, it's a live demonstration now. Discipline is how hard you're willing to demonstrate the attributes and the traits to be what you want to be. Did you hear me? It is your willingness to conduct yourself in a manner that is above and beyond what they what they say is necessary. Okay, let me see if I can come up with an example for that. See, I was watching the NFL Combines on TV. Now, this is a good example right here. Now, you can want to be in the NFL all you want, but they got this thing called the NFL Combines where they bring in some of the top players at every position to come in, and they're going to run a 40-yard dash. They're going to do a standing broad jump. They're going to do a standing uh, vertical leap. Uh, they're going to do drills running drills, cutting drills. They they can determine if a linebacker got stiff hips by making him backpedal, point him in one direction and throw the football in another direction. How does he turn his body? Now, you can say, you can tell everybody at your college you want to play pro football. You can tell everybody at your high school, you can tell them in peewee you want to play pro football. But they got tests for you, though. It's called the combine. Now, you get out here and you have a bad combine day, ain't nobody trying to hit that. See, let me tell you how excuses don't work with people when they just trying to get when they trying to win. In the NFL, the fact that you had a bad day at the combine and you don't run your best 40s and you keep telling them you could do better, they don't want to hear that. Cuz see what ain't nobody going to pay you for is to play on Sunday and that's one of your bad days. 
Now, we, we paying you to play on Sunday. But because you keep having these bad days, because you ain't disciplined enough to put in the work to make sure that your maximum can be put, can be called upon at any time. Now, you at the combine with some slow times that go on your record. You at the combine, you don't jump as high as you did when you was at the gym class. Well, hold up, man. This is show day. Now, in the NFL, Sunday is show day. What they can't run the risk of is paying you your money and your bad day happen to be on Sundays after we done cut your check. No, no, no. We looking for people who limit them bad days, who got the discipline to work hard, to make an effort for it. You understand what I'm saying to you folks? Please understand this. Discipline determines your destiny, not your desire. You, 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 can, you can want it all you want, but if you ain't working, if you ain't grinding, if you ain't gritting your teeth, if you ain't hurting, if you ain't sweating real bad, if you always somewhere got to chill, you got to have a cold one. You got to smoke one. You always, you got to do all them things. Can I tell you something? You ain't going to make it. Discipline determines your destiny, not your desire. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your undivided attention, please? Uh, this is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Fresh, vibrant. Alive, well, and good. Let us all begin. Shirley Strawberry. Hey, good morning, Steve. How you doing? Happy Monday. Carla Pharrell. Good morning, Steve Harvey. What's up, crew? Junior. You ain't gonna believe it, but I'm healthy. Morning, huh? <laughs> Jay. The Black Grinch is here, baby. What's going on? <laughs> it's not even yeah. Christmas yet. <laughs> Nephew <laughs> Tommy. <laughs> Big doggy dog. Yeah. Monty. How you feeling, Steve? How you feel, man? Oh, I'm good, man. Uh, good. My boy's funeral was Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice service. Mm-hmm. Sent him off good. Mm-hmm. You know, the healing process, closure can begin for everybody. Still praying for his family. You know, it's a tough loss for them. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we just, uh, now it's just time to get on with life and keep living. And, you know, thank God for the time you had with your loved ones and Think of all the good times and the great memories and and uh step up, man, you know. They don't they don't come back. They in peace now. Um I feel good, man. I feel good, you know. So ready to go. Bam! Get it started. Gregory Calhoun, one of my greatest friends, man. Rest in peace, brother. So a lot of stars was down there in Montgomery. Oh yeah? Yeah. Besides you, you mean? Oh, yeah. I sat next to Judge Mathis. That's my man. Oh, yeah. I made sure I sat next to him, I, you know, in case I had to say so. You need somebody who can understand what, y'all you. Was on the, y'all was on the same pew or something? No, he's in the pulpit. Oh. Mm-mm. You was in the pulpit? <laughs> Come Boy, on, Tommy. Sweating, sweating like a gutted hog. <laughs> <laughs> what is you doing in the pulpit? Dog, up on there, the man, 4th of palms. July. Dog, I just had my hands hanging off my legs. The water just dripping off my hands. Barbecue. You was in the pulpit? Whoa. Dog, That's dog, big, you huh? thought I was in a sauna. <laughs> you were up there sweating. Was you trying First to thing I said when they asked me to speak, I said, y'all have no idea the pressure I'm under. I know I say I talk behind the microphone, but y'all have no idea the pressure I'm under standing here in this microphone in this pool pit. Though. <laughs> 
I said, I'm so glad that the preacher said three and a half minutes. I said, how crazy could I get in three and a half minutes? That's good, Steve. That's good. Yeah. Uh-huh. He was dignified, wasn't he? He was dignified. Yeah, it was good, man. Was you holding back cuss words, Steve? Was you holding them back, man? Yeah, you were. Yeah, I, I, I didn't really, you know, pull a picture guy. I was raised yeah. in church. So Come on. I, yeah. yeah, you ain't crazy. Holy now. ground. <laughs> I ain't crazy, but I'll tell you what, though. It was a couple times it was close. <laughs> no, not for me. Just other people talking, it was close. Oh. Oh. Yeah. oh. Oh, you was cussing about them under your breath. You know, some people you just want to sit down. <laughs> Did everybody stick to the three and a half minutes? They never do. Nobody. It's not even that. Everybody shouldn't speak at a funeral. Just period. <laughs> right. Uh-huh. Oh. Not, not three minutes. Should have no minutes. Oh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, coming up, uh, when we get back, we'll we'll do the weekend review. Find out what the crew did over the weekend. That's coming up at about 32 after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, time to find out how the weekend went. Did you Come work on. over the weekend, Junior? Huh? Did you work over the weekend? Uh-uh, no, I went to the movies. Oh, did you? Yeah. Uh-huh. My super fan went to go see Halloween. I don't know why. Oh, I loved it, man. <laughs> Michael oh, my, Myers? Yeah, my black ass in there talking. What you going in there for? <laughs> why? Why? Okay, see? Right here. This your last Jamie Lee, scene. Jamie Lee Curtis, right? Oh, man, it was good, though, man. It was really it was good. good. Michael like Myers, huh? Oh, it was good. Really they're good. saying it was really, this is more oh, than a horror movie. And, they're saying it's he a ain't really dead. He's coming back. He, he still ain't dead? No, he ain't no, dead. Jamie no, Lee Curtis dead. came back to I kill thought, him. I thought yeah. Jamie Lee yeah. killed And him. they failed. No. <laughs> wow. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. 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 And they failed. I wasn't yeah. going <laughs> anyway. All I the money they made this weekend, he will be back. Yeah, they have to come back. Wow. Oh, it was good, though. Was it scary? Hell it yeah. was funny, <laughs> scary, yeah. You don't go in there knowing Michael Myers and not be scared. You know who's the funniest thing in there, Jay? Wasn't that the little, little black, black boy? boy? That little <laughs> black boy <laughs> survived. Oh. The little black boy told him, bring your ass home. The little black boy said ass. He nine. Bring your ass home. You ain't going to make the next scene. Man, I got a black brand. person made it through a horror movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. Man. <laughs> Didn't get killed off in the first That's seven cool. minutes. That's yeah. cool. You know what was so funny about him? He said what black people say, really say. in a horror movie. Uh-huh. He actually said the words that black people would say. He said, this some... Let me get my ass out of here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and told Dave, Dave, bring your ass home. You ain't going to live. And guess what Dave did do? He said, don't go up them steps. You're going to die. He was telling them. Was, that little boy was funny as hell, man. Yeah, it made $77 million. Yeah, wow. really? Yeah, it made good money. Yeah. But, I mean, it got wow. really good reviews. It got, because it's funny. It, it's really funny. There's a lot it's of funny, funny parts in it. It's, yes. Jay, how a horror movie funny? I don't, I don't see this. Well, because they have scenes where they're, they're talking, like the little boy, the little black boy, and he was funny, and they had other funny scenes in there that didn't have any thing to do with the killing. Now, he kill a lot of people. Oh, yeah. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> Don't get that. Now, now, the kill count in this, this boy, this boy is oh, killing some Jay, folks super. up in him, this movie, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> nah, you don't get that. But the way they keep getting killed. The way he kills some of these people. See, the tra- I was scared on the trailers. I, I can't even oh. watch the trailers. To nah, scare. I'm going to spoil it because if you haven't seen you can still go see. He killed a little boy that I knew when that little boy got in that car, he had to die. If his ass would have never got in that car. <laughs> ah, yeah, it was good. 
It was good. It was wow. really, really good. Okay. Wow. So Halloween worth seeing then. Oh, right. yeah. yeah. Go see it. Go see oh, it. Go in the yeah. broad daylight. But if the white oh, yeah. lady <laughs> sitting next to me, Jay, if she grabs my arm one more time, oh, my God, me yeah. and the public will have a problem. <laughs> I don't even know. You ain't even in my group. <laughs> what happened? My group? <laughs> yeah, what about the man that's on your left? Grab him. <laughs> <laughs> Can't save you. Wow. What'd you do, Tommy? My little girl, you know, she went to homecoming. So I was home and taking pictures and... Uh-huh. He looking all dazzled up, got her makeup done at the uh, at the house, and then uh, and then I went picture. and celebrated Carla's birthday. I, I was gonna yes. save the best for last. I, I was yes. gonna ask Carla Happy next. Carla. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday, Carla! How was it? I'm on my 50th birthday party was mm-hmm. fabulous. Thank you, nephew Tommy. Wow. He came with his wife, Mrs. Mm-hmm. Miles, and they kicked it. And thank you to Steve Harvey. Oh, my fearless, bo- my leader, my boss. Uh-huh. You did a wonderful birthday toast video, mm-hmm. and it was a hit at the party. And my family and friends, they just simply love you. So thank oh, you, you, boss. I've uh-huh. met all oh. the cousins. Yes, oh. Tommy did. All of them. It's <laughs> a lot of them. them. I've yeah. met all the cousins. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about, I, right, I'm talking about end of the party, no heels, mm-hmm. on, with their bare feet dancing. I'm talking about <laughs> yes. their cousins. Yes, feet hurt and all that. You met them all, didn't you, Tommy? Yes, I did. But tell us about the dance floor, though, Carla. Oh, I had my own dance floor. Mm -hmm. I can't even talk. My own dance floor. Mm -hmm. Yes, Carla's 50th birthday party. Go to my Instagram page at Lips by Carla. You can see all the fabulous pictures. But did you see your girl walking the gold sequin dress? Yes. I saw saw that. (laughs) That's what I wanted to know. It was fun. 50 and fabulous. It was fun. It was fun. What you do, Sharon? I didn't do a thing. I'm, I'm living vicariously through you guys this weekend. I didn't go to the movies. I didn't do anything. I you just chilled, chilled all weekend. I didn't do anything this weekend. Mm-mm. So you just be at home and you and your husband ain't got nothing to eat, just laying up in the house. Uber Eats. Uber Eats. No, they, they don't speed dial at the house. Thank Uber you, Eats. Jay. Uh, you they know. calling again. Oh, my God. I was just up there. As soon as they hear my voice, we know. I don't even have to say my name, right? We, we know, know. We know. And, Jay, you went to see the movie, but you always, you also had stand-up, right? I had stand-up this weekend. I was at the uh, Dolce Lounge in Houston uh, on Sunday. Had a yeah. great time. Thanks for everybody who came out, man. They love the show. They love you. You know who they really love? Pimping, man, pimping. <laughs> I told him they'd be asking about pimping, man. Well, let me tell you, man, they love pimping, man. <laughs> and well, so the pimping shirts today. I had went good. They went real good. I sold all of them pimping shirts. I had them. Oh. <laughs> you got pimping shirts? Who knew? Uh-oh. Well, Uh-oh. he ain't got you none. I mean, you had pimping shirts. Pimping shirts, Uh-oh. yeah. It says pimping. This is what it sounds like with a pimp cry. Yeah, that's what some shirt. Was, was somebody coming hey, out with that? Did I, did I book hey, somebody? Hey, 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 hey. Yeah. hey, dog. This is a lawsuit no. about to happen, right? Uh-oh. <laughs> hey, you all are best friends. Remember, Steve? No, you no, all no, grew no, up no. together. Remember no, all that? No, 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 no. Hey, man, you don't do no damn shirt. He taught you how to, the comedy game. Remember all that, Steve? Hey, hey, dog. You don't, you don't do no damn shirt <laughs> with nothing I said on it. <laughs> Too late. Somebody, if it's just sick. Thought it was an idea that no, was going to be put to, together. Oh, so. get that bitter man! You know, you know, I can't tell you how many times I said that, that and paid good move. money for that it. Didn't put move, that ragged Steve. ass slogan <laughs> on the shirt. How about watch out there now? How about that? <laughs> Those ain't moving. No. <laughs>
<laughs> but pimping no check. Flying off the shelf. <laughs> man, all right, listen. Coming up, uh, can't tell you how many times I heard that paid that money for it. Got a whole box of me sitting there, man. Coming up next, church complaints with Pastor Motown, Deacon Def Jam in the building. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Stephen A. Smith is going to be our special guest. He's going to talk to Steve about the fight at the Houston Rockets versus L.A. Lakers game this past Saturday night. And uh, right now, though, it is time for church complaints. We are here. Again, gavel for what is beginning to be a segment that's on my last nerve. Now, why would you say that, Pat? Ungratefulness of a congregation that ought to be a movie. Uh. Ungratefulness of a congregation. Ungratefulness of a congregation. Mm -hmm. And do it like Halloween, just have people just come up missing. Because <laughs> mm. so it's PG or rated R, Pastor. So go, go ahead. <laughs> just, just, just go ahead, Deacon. You want the complaints. All right, here they are. Uh... The uh, Halloween party committee is asking that all the scary-looking members uh, to come forward and help out with the haunted house. Uh, but no one has moved. So, Pastor, uh, would you be so kind and let the scary members know who they are? Okay, Brother Peterson. <laughs> you know uh, Brother Brown. Peterson uh, and Brother Brown. Jacobs. Jacobs? Uh, Sister Claire. Oh, Sister Claire, please stand. Sister Geraldine. Sister Geraldine. Brother Ogilvy. Not nice. Ogilvy. Deacon Def. You might want to sign up. Wait a minute. How many? How many monsters do you need? We need. They said they needed twelve monsters. Well, I done named about eight, and then let's get the little. I tell you what'll really be nice to get the uh, junior choir. The junior choir. Uh, yeah, the Tinsley twins. And, oh, uh, the, uh, the Tinsley twins. The Tinsley twins. And, He's so stupid. Thornton them, baby girl. And then uh, get uh, Jocelyn and, 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 and Rayford's kids. And you have a whole section of little scary ass Chucky. <laughs> Pastor. Yeah. Right. That'll do it. That way we can go on and get this haunted house. Can I get y'all to please just go down and volunteer? You don't even have to waste no time. You ain't got to wear nothing. Just, just wait. We got clothes for the no makeup. Just needed. go on in there. <laughs> they don't need a mask, Pastor. They don't need nothing. Just work on your booze on the way down. <laughs> Get your boo game off. <laughs> All right, Pastor. Uh, moving along. Uh, uh, also for Halloween, Pastor, this is an issue now. Uh, the um, I used to be a stripper ministry is throwing a private trick or treat party. Uh, Pastor, please stop this. The sisters are in outrage that this is taking place. I say you and I go over there and crash. I mean, uh, stop the stop right. them in the middle of it. Right. How does uh, 10:30 p.m. sound to you? I uh, this Saturday. 
um, um, 11, I've got to uh, be driving back from a funeral. Mm. And I want to be able to get there in time. Right. Okay, 11. I'll be at the front door waiting on you. Yeah, I'm going to take a five hour. So <laughs> when I drive back, I'll be all fresh. <laughs> all right. We, go, we yeah. will crash the trick-or-treat party. Here we go. Uh, the one-legged praise dance team will be performing oh. on Sunday. Uh, it is eight of them, but it's only four legs, but it's eight I of them. Um, uh, they will be dancing to a new song called Wobble for Jesus. Uh, the Ursher board don't want this to happen because they uh, they can't catch all these people if they fall. So they, they don't want it to go down, but it's up to you, Pastor. It's well, no, we're going to let them do it. They really are. Their balance is good. I love last year's rendition of uh, <laughs> Hip Hop Don't Stop. <laughs> Uh, it was an amazing, amazing, amazing. Really? But and let me tell you, the uh, the uh, energy was absolutely wonderful. I liked the way they hugged each other and was walking. <laughs> that so visual, that is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, they, they was four wide. It looked like two people coming towards you. They were four they wide. Was, they had them legs alternating. And my God, I said that's gifted. <laughs> this is mm. so wrong. Uh, uh, all right, Pastor. Uh, moving along. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Sister Honey Dixon is asking for a $10,000 loan so she can cover what she lost trying to play the lottery this past weekend, trying to win the billion dollars. She lost her... Uh, all her money and her rent is, and everything is due this coming first, and she has nothing in trying to mm. buy 10000 from the Aww. church. Well, that's not going to happen. Uh, but now, listen, Pat, she did say she was going to give the church a million if she had won. Well, she didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so now, that. what? that promise is uh, unkept. <laughs> We're not going to uh, loan her 10000 for the thing that uh, it's over a billion now. Someone said it's over two billion. I don't know. Combined. I'll check for combined. you. Combined. 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 Well, combined or single. The one by itself is 1.6. Mm-hmm. I understand. I do want you to know that if I win that. Yes, sir. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. We're going to build a beautiful church, right, Pastor? What you going to do, Pastor? Bigger baptismal pool. You can build a church, a radio station, anything you want. My ass is going to be gone. Sister, <laughs> well, what about your now, calling? Are you, are, you, are you Pastor or Steve? Steve you just yes. confused. Once <laughs> 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 Steve leaves, you do know the pastor going to <laughs> Let's not kid ourselves. Yeah, ain't no more Roscoe, Odell, or Pimpin'. <laughs> Everyone goes into retirement. I'll probably get myself a uh, satellite radio show. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Uh, so you yeah. still want to do radio? Okay. No, I don't want to. I'm just gonna come in here now and then when I want to make statements. <laughs> oh. I probably okay. set up uh, voter registration camps everywhere. And Amen. Keep mentioning Good. these boys. Amen, Pastor. But I'm gonna be on a boat somewhere. <laughs> know that. Amen. You're not oh. coming in every day. It won't be every day, huh? Oh, Lord, no. <laughs> oh, Lord, What no. about your calling, though, Pastor? I, I thought there was a call on your life to Pastor. Oh, no. Well, I, that'll be a—that's calling is still there. I just won't be answering. 
I'm going to be answering some other things. <laughs> I'm going to be in steady meetings with my investment broker. <laughs> <laughs> steady meetings. Will you be leaving the church to me when I move up as the pastor? Oh, yeah. Oh, boy, yeah. you have all this. <laughs> well, that's nice. Matter of fact, you can you can say the complaints and solve them your damn self. <laughs> he got a billion dollars, wow. <laughs> Come on, boy. I, I thought we were a team. All right, Pastor, let's see here. Um, the city, uh, this is a great opportunity for the church, Pastor. The city wants to build a highway, but if they do it, it'll go straight It'll go straight through the church. But now, if they let the highway go through the church, that means the church will be on each side. But we will get $10,000 a month. How do you feel about this situation? Oh, but the, but, you, but the cars is going to come through the church, Pastor. They're going to build a freeway straight <laughs> through it. Oh, I don't, I don't mind that. I can put this sermon I got on pamphlets. <laughs> and, and, and as they drive through, we just I have two ushers out there sticking them under their window wipers. Coming up, uh, our interview with family member Stephen A. Smith right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, y'all, as promised, uh, really no introduction. He's a family member, been on here so many times. Uh, But he is also the star of uh, ESPN's first take that I happen to watch every morning. I text him from time to time. I actually forget that it's live. And I'd just be texting him on his wardrobe and stuff he's saying. But this fool, while he's doing the show, will text back. <laughs> uh, the Stephen A. Smith Show is on ESPN Radio. Joining us today to get on some highlights about the NBA season. LeBron is in L.A. now. Rajon Rondo and CP3 got into it this weekend. Let's get to it. Please welcome to the show our friend, family member, my man, Stephen A. Smith. Woo-hoo. What's going on, y'all? What up, Stephen A.? Stephen A., what's up with you, man? I'm doing great, man. It's great to hear from all of y'all. You know I miss y'all. How y'all doing? Hey, man, I've never seen an NBA season start like this. And I've been watching sports a long time. You know, usually NBA season just quietly starts. You know, all the trades is in, but you got the the Butler situation going on out there, the comments that uh, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, the boy at the Pelicans that made uh, Anthony. Davis, yeah, you got Davis, yeah. you got LeBron is in L.A. You got the greatness going on at the Celtics. You got Kawhi that went up to Raptors. You got what the hell going on, Stephen A.? It's a beautiful NBA season. I can't complain. I mean, there's plenty of storylines <laughs> to go around. I'm not complaining about it. I promise you that. Um, but, you know, <clears throat> just being in L.A. over the weekend and being there for LeBron's opener, I mean, that's the NBA hub right now because – you have the reigning defending world champions, two-time defending world champions, the Golden State Warriors, that everybody is shooting for. And when you got Los Angeles, meaning the Los Angeles Lakers, with LeBron James going after them, you know it's going to be of tremendous intrigue. And that's why the odds of the NBA world was on the Staples Center in L.A. Saturday night. Unfortunately, that got tarnished by some foolishness on the part of a couple of guys. And you know, But it is what it is. It's better to have that than nothing at all. I'm here to tell you that right now. Well, well, let's talk about this first because the whole incident between Rondo and CP3, did, c- tell us exactly what happened from your understanding. Well, Jay, well, I was right there uh, just a few feet away from the action sitting there courtside. And um, James Harden was going down on a break for a layup. He pushed Brandon Ingram. He pushed off on Brandon Ingram. 
and Brandon Ingram got called for a foul, but it, James Harden could have easily been called for an offensive foul. Right. So he was complaining with the referee about a continuation because he thought it should have been an air one or whatever. And Brandon Ingram looked at him while he had his back turned, and he shoved James Harden in the back. Right. So when he shoved James Harden in the back, James Harden could have turned around and tried to step to him, but instead he looked like the referee for the referee to do something. Referee by the name of Jason Phillips. The, the referee stepped in between Harden and Brandon Ingram, and Brandon Ingram got in the referee's face like he was ready to hit the referee. Yep, to the yep. point where yep. Lance Stevenson, of all people, right. ran over to Brandon Ingram and grabbed Brandon Ingram to push him away from the referee from getting in his face because he knew that right. wasn't a good thing. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Rondo and CP3 ultimately start talking to one another and then the next thing you know you see CP3 wipe his face. When he wipes his face, then he takes his finger and he mushes Rajon Rondo in the face. Rondo immediately throws a straight left that connects with CP3's face. And the fight ensues and the next thing you know CP3 throws a right uppercut that connects with Rondo's jaw. And then, Yo. obviously, with both, you know, Chris Paul grabbing CP3 and players like Mello and others grabbing Brandon Ingram, Brandon Ingram comes out of nowhere and try rather grabbing Rondo. Brandon Ingram comes out of nowhere and comes into the fray and tries to sucker punch CP3. So then, obviously, Mello and those guys grab him as well. Um, ultimately, all three are ejected from the game. While LeBron is holding CP3, CP3 is saying, he spit in my face, he spit in my face. Then he walks over to Mark Jackson, Jeff Van Gundy, and Mike Green, calling the game on ABC, and he tells them, he spit in my face. So they ultimately all end up getting ejected. We don't, we see the footage, but it's not until we slow-mo it that we can see that Rondo spit at CP3. Yeah, and then obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't get no lower than you don't get much lower than that. Now, Rondo and his camp to me denied that he had spit in his face intentionally. CP3 is saying that's nonsense, that's garbage. But even then, I did everything I could to maintain my man and not get suspended until he punched me in my face. Then when he punched me in my face, I said, "Damn that! I'm not taking that no more." And he went at it. And then after the game, obviously. James Harden and others were absolutely livid because they were like, Brandon Ingram violated all kinds, I'm sorry, Rondo violated all kinds of man codes by doing something like that. And they were particularly ticked off at Brandon Ingram, who not only cheap shotted him by shoving him in the back, but then tried to sucker punch CP3 as well. So Mm -hmm. ultimately it ended up with Brandon Ingram getting suspended for four games, Rondo getting suspended for three games. CP3 getting suspended for two games. And based on what I saw, I definitely felt like Brandon Ingram deserved at least a 10-game suspension. And in the case of Rondo, I'm still not clear whether it was intentional or not, although it looked that way. But I think that it mandated for him to get suspended at least five games instead of three. I have no problem with the two-game suspension on CP3. He really didn't deserve a suspension at all. But by letter of the law, in the NBA, if you even throw a punch, it's an automatic suspension.
Hey, Stephen A., hold on one second, man. Just hang it right there. We're going to come back to you right after this. We got more about the fight, the spitting, all that predictions. <laughs> Don't go nowhere. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, y'all, we back. Uh, we got Stephen A. Smith. Now, Stephen A. explained the whole thing to us. My goodness, what a... Yeah, you know, I saw it, and you're absolutely right. I saw the slowed-down version, Stephen. He spit on the guy. Right, it he, looked that way, yeah. He, yeah, no, that that's an intentional spit. Okay. I've, I've, I've seen that, but he spit on the dude. I don't know where this is going to go, man, because who do you know that lets, gets a guy who spits on it when he see him the next time? I mean, where are we going with this? I think the well, the what, what, what? I, and here's the deal. It's not going to go any further than that. Here's why. It's not, don't get me wrong, the animosity is going to, to spill over. But you got to remember, CP3 had 28 points and 10 assists when he got ejected. CP3 is simply going to go about the business of commencing the bus and as you know what, the next time they play one another. Right. But, in terms of, but in terms of getting in a fight, remember that CP3 is not only class personified, he's not only a perennial, or perennial all-star and considered one of the, if not the greatest, real point guard of this generation. He's also the president of the Players Association. So mm. it's not going to be one of those situations where you're going to see CP3, in my estimation, trying to engage in fisticuffs. Now, he's not going to back down. He's a pit bull, and he ain't backing down from anybody. So right. if you bring something to him, he's definitely going to respond because there's no punk in CP3. But what right. he's not going to do is instigate any kind of hooliganism, per se, right. by getting into a fight because he represents more than just himself. I got he represents you. the body of NBA players. He's very image conscious in that regard, and he's not going to do that um, intentionally. Okay. okay, now, Stephen A. Smith, mm-hmm. they've had several run-ins in the past. Right. Uh, you know, when, when CP3 was with the Hornets, even. I mean, yep. they've been they've been joining and yak-yakking at each other for years yep. now. You know, yep. and so I, I just, I, you know, what what he did was wrong and out of bounds, but that that I, and and I do respect and I do believe what you're saying is true about the next time. Let's get to this part right here. This suspension is gonna hurt both teams, but it's gonna hurt the Lakers more. Well, listen, two games is two games. It's eighty-two game schedule, and I think Houston's gonna be fine for the two games that CP3 is out. The Lakers can't find anybody that can hit the backside of the ball from the perimeter. So because of that, one would argue that they're going to struggle a little bit more, and they've already gotten off to an 0-2 start. But I think that, you know, where where it really, really hurts is that you have people in the league that believe that Rondo did that. And as a result, wherever Mm. he goes, that's going to follow him. Coming up, more with Stephen A. Smith at 34 after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, y'all, we back. We're going to talk a little bit more with Stephen A. Smith. They know that CP3 didn't instigate this. They know that. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, With Rondo's case um, and Brandon Ingram's case, particularly with him getting in the face of an official, do you have any idea how incredibly stupid that is? If yeah. if Brandon Ingram had in any way put his hands on an official, do you have any idea what could have happened to him? <laughs> I mean, we're talking about potential indefinite 
suspension is. Mm. Right. So that just wasn't an intelligent thing to do. So when you have Rondo and Ingram, who are perceived as loose cannons, now you've got a situation where LeBron and Magic Johnson have their work cut out for them, reminding these guys they've got to toe the line, maintain discipline, right. and all of this other stuff. And in the case of LeBron, remember what LeBron said just weeks ago. <clears throat> all of these guys were handpicked. Rondo, Stevenson, Michael Beasley, JaVale McGee. They were handpicked. He wanted some rough riders who were willing to be feisty in battle and were playoff tested. Well, guess what? They're now your problem because you invited them to this franchise. You wanted them here with you, as opposed to a guy like Jamal Crawford, who in my estimation, when he gets hot and streaky, he's one of the explosive scorers the game has ever seen. He's in Phoenix playing on a $2.3 million minimum salary. Why the hell couldn't you get him to L.A. for that? So these are the kind of things that are going to people are going to look at the Los Angeles Lakers and ask questions about, particularly when it's perceived that people can be a potential head case. Not to mention, if you Brandon Ingram, you got into the face of an official. Well, how are future games involving Ingram going to be officiated? The finals of the NBA this year, your prediction is? Boston versus Golden State. Boy, wow. I think Boston is deep. Listen, Toronto can't be ignored particularly with Kawhi Leonard. Toronto is no joke. I get that. But I think Boston's length, perimeter shooting, athleticism, depth, feistiness in terms of their guard play, they can go four deep at the guard position combined with the exceptional coaching and the fact that they came within one game of going to the finals last year without Kyrie Irving and uh, Gordon Haywood. Now that you got them back, I think the combination of all of those things leads to Boston ultimately coming out of the East. And Golden State is just a creme de la creme. They're the giant that everybody's trying to knock off. I think the Boston Celtics have the best shot of anybody of doing it. I don't think they would, but I could see that series going six, seven games. Um, and I think that's what the NBA season is going to come down to. I believe that same thing, man. <clears throat> We're off to a great start, man. I think the Lakers are a year away. They got to get another player. Well, they're going to they're gonna get one of these three guys. Um, their plan is, is that Kawhi Leonard, Anthony Davis, or Kevin Durant will come to L.A. next summer, or Clay Thompson. One of those. Uh, whoa! They, 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 whoa. Their, their belief is Even that Clay? they'll have one of those. Their belief is that they'll have one of those four guys to play alongside LeBron James. Hey, man, That's how do, confident they are. Hey man, you know who I think would be the best one to go, even though right now they can't throw nothing in uh, the lake oh. right now. I like that boy out of the Pelicans, Anthony Davis. Well, he's the real deal. There's no question about it. He is the real deal. He is the real deal. But I will tell you this. When you look at when you look at um, Anthony Davis, he's arguably the best player in the world. What he can do for you at 6 feet 10, 6 feet 11. But mm-hmm. for me, the best compliment to LeBron James is an elite shooter. Anthony Davis can score from anywhere. But he's primarily a two-point scorer. Dunks and all of these other things that go along with it. That's what Anthony Davis brings to the table. Mm-hmm. Kevin Durant can pull up from the parking lot. And right. so can Klay Thompson. Right. And oh. that is what LeBron James needs more than anything. So I would say both of those guys are a better fit to play alongside LeBron James than Anthony Davis. Even though Anthony Davis is the truth and a half. Yeah. Mm. Well... Stephen A. Smith, as usual, 
tells it like it is. Yeah. <laughs> With no Let the truth be told, call Stephen A's ass. Hey, man, keep doing it on first take. the <laughs> name of no, his new Steve. show. <laughs> One more no. time, Steve. Yeah, What's the name truth of the be show? told, ask Stephen A ass. <laughs> Man, you sh- yeah, man, you sure going to find out. <laughs> Stephen A. Smith, we love you, man. Same here, bro. Uh, uh, coming up next, the king of pranks, nephew Tommy, has a prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today's subject, my stepmama, baby mama, and first lady. That is the subject, what? but right, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> this is a doozy right here. Right now, though, it's the king of pranks, nephew Tommy, with today's prank phone call. What you got, Neff? House party at Glenda's. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. House Glenda. party at Glenda's. Check it out. Hello? Hello, uh, hey, man, y'all need me to bring some ice over there? Yeah, man, we can we can use some ice over here, though. Who, who is this? Hey, this is Lawrence, man. I was trying to see, uh... If y'all need some ice, what kind of beer should I bring, man? Y'all want some beer? Man, everybody over here pretty much do Budweiser, man. Now, who'd you say this was again? This Lawrence. This Lawrence, man. I ran into your wife at the um, the supermarket, and she was telling me y'all was, you know, getting together, and she told me to, you know, come on through if I had some time. So I didn't want to just come through there without nothing. You know what I'm saying? I want to, you know, come through empty-handed looking disrespectful, man. Yeah, yeah, I feel it, man. We just, we pretty much over here just kicking and watching the game, man. You can, you know, some beer, some ice. That'll, that'll be good, bro. Okay, 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 cool, man. Well, listen, um, I mean, how many people y'all gonna have? I want to make sure I bring enough stuff. Yeah, but who who do I can I can man? Who'd you say this was again though? My name is Lawrence, man. My name is Lawrence. I went to uh, I went to school with Glenda. Oh, okay. You went to you went to school with Glenda. Okay, Lawrence, huh? Yeah, yeah. We went we went to school together. So you know, we we I ain't seen her like man. I swear it's been like fifteen twenty years. You know what I mean? Ironically, you know, I just got back to town. You know, two weeks ago, and, and to you know run into a classmate. I was like, wow. But but you know, I, uh, she invited me out, man. I ain't been nowhere since I got here. So. You know, it's cool just to get out a little bit. So, you know, you say Budweiser and I bring some ice, man. So, yeah, we good. We good. So I'm just going to bring a couple cases. That's cool? Yeah, man, that's that's cool. But you, you say, Glenda, which y'all, did y'all, y'all went to high school or college? Or what, and where'd you, where'd you meet her at? No, no, no. Me, me and Glenda went to high school together, dog. Oh, y'all went to high school together? Yeah, that's back in the day. You know what I'm saying? Okay. You say, what'd you say? You said your name, Lawrence. Yeah, Lawrence, Lawrence. Yeah, we went to high school together, man. That was, uh, you know, that, man, Glenda still look good, dog. That's, how long y'all been married? Yeah, we've been married for about 16 years, man. Wow, wow, wow. Okay, yeah, 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 man, you did good, man. I I, I, I hate I messed it up, you know what I mean? But, you know, it's, it's neither here nor there, man. But it's just ironic that I ran into her, man, so I just appreciated the invite. I saw I saw Glenda, man. Yo, yo, your girl looking good, man. I ain't seen her in a long time, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yo, man, what do you, let's back up a minute, man. What, what you mean you, you hate you messed that up? What you mean by that? Well, no, that's, no, okay, okay, my bad, dog. I'm, I'm thinking you familiar with my name. No, um, see, Glenda was, um, Glenda was my high school sweetheart. You know, we dated from, from ninth grade to the 12th grade, man. We went to prom together. All right, bro, look, all right, man, I see. Um, you know what, man, I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a, let me see, all right. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what Glenda, what she meant by by telling you she you could come through the crib, bro. But you you can't come through my house, dog. I mean, I didn't I didn't have mine back in the day, and and, and she might have had hers, bro. But you you can't come over my house, dude. Okay, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, man. Now, Glenda then invited me, and I'm coming. 
I don't, I don't know what what the hostility is, but man, but I'm I'm coming to the house. You ain't you ain't coming to my house, though. Hey, dog, listen to me, man. I'm not finna sit in and go back and forth with you. I done ran into Glenda in the store. Glenda said, she, you know, it was good to see me, you know, come through tonight. I say, cool, you know, and she gave me the number on asking you what else I should, you know, what else I should get, you know. So I'm I'm calling you saying, hey, man, you want some ice and some beer? I'm going to roll through, man. It's just a party, dog. You insecure? What's what's up? No, I ain't no insecure. Listen, listen to me, dog. I'm, I'm going to go and get Glenda. All right, and, and this, because this right here don't make sense to me, dog. What you mean Glenn invited you to the house? And I'm telling you right now, you ain't coming to my house, bro. If you come to my house, you're going to get your up. Hold on, hold on. So what you, what you threatening me now, dog? That's what you're doing? You who, who is you, dog? I'm her first. That's who I am. Dog? I would I'm never do that. I'm her first. I'm her first. I'm the one she really remember. What you mean you don't want she really remember? I'm her first, dog. See, man, I, I look, man, I, I, like I said, you bring your punk over to my house, and it's going to be about 20 waiting on you. All right, all my boys over here, we kicking it. All right, you bring your over here, you won't leave. I promise you that. I tell you what, man, I'll be over there because Glenda the one invited me, and I'm showing up. And if you start tripping with me, guess what, dog? It's on and popping. One thing I ain't forgot is my first love, and my first love that invited me to the house. Man, I can't, I can't even deal with this right here, bro. I'm going to tell you. No, you, you obviously, you don't spoke to Glenda. You know where the I live, all right? You show your up. I want you to come on. I want you to come on over and you show up. Like I said, you show up and your ain't going home. I promise you that, bro. Right, well, it's, it's whatever then, man. It's whatever. This, hey, bro, look, look, man. Me and my boys over here, we just waiting on it. We just waiting on it. All you got to do is, is make the move, bro. All you got to okay. do is make well, the move. Well, I'll tell you what, man. I'm just, I'm, let me call Glenda. See, I need to call Glenda. Because, see, 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 Glenda. Yo, let me get Glenda, who the f are you, dog? Who the f are you? I'm going to tell you one more time. I am Glenda's first. I don't give a f and, and it sounds like I might be her last, her everything. This must be out his mind, CeeLo. Listen, I got this pop on the phone, bro. Look, yo, yo, dog. Hey, let me ask you this here, man. You don't even know where Glenda's spot at, do you? Do you? What the f? I know where her spot at. What the f? Who the f are you, dog? What the f think this is, bro? Hey, man, man I you bring your over here, I want you to show up at my. You call me with this stupid, bro. You talking about my girl, my girl Spot. You come, but I want to see you at the crib right now, bro. Get your in your whip right now. You drive down to my, and I'm gonna you up, bro. You ain't gonna do nothing to me. What? I said you ain't gonna do nothing, do nothing to, me. to you, huh? I ain't gonna do nothing to you. I promise. You bring over here, bro. I'm telling you, you're not going home, dog. You're not going home. Whatever. I got one more thing I want to say to you. Is you That's listening? My girl? What the f I, I got one more thing I want to say to you, though. Is you listening to me? I'm not listening to you. Hey, man, is you listening? Is you listening? Because evidently you ain't. Are you listening to me? You want to say This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your wife, Glenda. <laughs> You see, but... <laughs> you're playing, man. You're playing, dog. <laughs> Kill y'all, man. I'm, I'm so glad this is a joke, bro. I'm telling you, because... <laughs> I got to ask you, man. I got to ask you one more thing, dog. What is, what is the baddest, I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show, baby. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you prank somebody. You understand that? <laughs>
Huh? Oh, we know you know how to prank them. Okay. Okay. Just letting y'all know. We know you letting know how to know prank. That's how I get down. That's how I prank them. Let me say this. It is Monday. I am happy and excited. Tomorrow is the yes. premiere of the show, Ready to Love. It's going down, yeah. baby. Tomorrow night, 10 Eastern, 9 Central on own. Ladies, 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 y'all got to tune in because this is a show for you, I promise you, every week you're going to be looking for what's happening next. I promise you. It's going to be cliffhangers. It's going to be everything. Twists and turns. You are, you are. I promise you, you're ready to love when you see this. Ready to love Atlanta tomorrow night. What y'all think? Y'all, 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 what y'all think? I'll, I'll be glued to the TV. I are you waiting? Wait. Yeah, we're happy and I waiting. I love to see other people ruin their lives. I can't wait to see this. I just you mean by da- by getting wow. love in their lives? Oh, love. Yeah. Yeah. Love, yeah. I don't know. I'm not all into that, but I can't <laughs> wait to watch it. I so love bitter. to watch I love to see people go in that direction. I can't wait to. I'm going to be there every week. Every <laughs> week. <laughs> Ready to love tonight on OWN. <laughs> Tomorrow. <laughs> Tomorrow, 10 Eastern, 9 Central. Wow. <laughs> all right, nephew, thank you. Up next, Strawberry Letters. Subject, my stepmama, baby mama, and first lady right after this. Hey, it's your girl, Carla Farrell, from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It's Monday, but hey, it's time to slay, ladies. And maybe you need some inspiration for your new slayed hairstyle that you've been thinking about. Well, go to my Instagram page at Lips by Carla and check out my gorgeous Madison Reed hair color. I have to admit, my hair is fly and sexy. Then I want you to find your perfect shade at Madison-Reed.com. And Madison Reed, listen, they are are hooking up our Steve Harvey Morning Show listeners. They are going to honor you with 10% off plus free shipping on your first color kit with the promo code Carla. That's code Carla. Now listen, you can save time and money and have gorgeous salon quality hair color delivered to your door for less than $25. Go right now to madison-reed.com and you will get honored with a 10% off free shipping plus the promo kit the code is Carla. What's the code? Carla. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Right now, it is time for today's Strawberry Letter. If you need advice on your relationships, on dating, on work, on sex, on parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. Right, Steve? Yeah, exactly. All right. <laughs> Let's go now. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the strawberry letter. Subject, my stepmama, baby mama, and first lady. Dear Stephen Shirley, I need help. When I was a teenager, my parents went through a horrible divorce, and my mom moved to a new city to start over. I love both my parents equally, but I chose to stay with my dad so I would not miss my senior year of high school with my friends. My dad has always been a pastor, and now I am the minister of music at our church. A few years after the divorce, my dad got remarried to a beautiful woman that is a bit younger than him. We got along great and spent holidays and special occasions together as a family. Well, about a year ago, my father was away on a ministry mission, and my stepmom invited me over for dinner. During dinner, she told me that she was very proud of the young adult that I had grown into, and she said she always thought I was so handsome. After dinner, she told me to stay a while so we could chat. Well, you can guess what happened next. 
So now we've been having sex for a year, and I really enjoy being with my stepmom. We don't just have sex, we have more of a real relationship. My dad is always busy with church, so it's easy for us to spend time together. But here's my problem. Last week, she told me that she was pregnant. She says she is certain that it's my child. She is the first lady of the church and my stepmom. I am the minister of music at the church. This will be so embarrassing if anyone ever finds out about us. I don't want to stop having sex with her. But now she's scared. What should I do? Do I tell my dad what's been going on? Or do I keep quiet and let my dad think it's his baby? Please help me. Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, Lord, Lord, Lord. Uh, this is just wrong. You're wrong. She's wrong. First of all, young man, um, what did you think was going to happen if, if you were having sex and you weren't using protection? Um, and I just don't, I don't know. I don't know if it's your youth or your attitude about this. I mean, do you have any remorse at all? I mean, not once did you say you were sorry about all this or, or you didn't mean to hurt your dad or anything. It seems you're just concerned that, um, you know, if anyone finds out about this and how embarrassing it would be. I mean, listen, your dad's a pastor, so he's got to go out and work and do things like that, past what pastors do. He has to travel. He goes on missionary trips. And I, I know plenty of pastors who do things like that. Uh, it's part of their job. It doesn't mean that while he's away, though, you're supposed to be sleeping with his wife. That doesn't mean that. Um, you know, I know you're still fairly young, Um but but surely you gotta know this is wrong. You're you're in church. You grew up in church. Your dad's a pastor. You know right from wrong. Your your stepmom slash first lady is wrong for seducing you, and just for bad behavior as the first lady of the church. I, I just feel so sorry for this innocent little baby she's carrying now. Um, uh, you know, this is the responsibility of the wife to tell her husband uh, if it's not his or if it is his. But I, I doubt if she'll do that because it takes guts to do that and nerve. And, you know, a after all that's gone down, I, I don't I don't know. I, I doubt it. She'll probably let him think that it is his baby, which will mean that the, the baby and the husband will find out later in life if they ever do. If, if, you know, during some sort of devastating situation, unfortunately, because that's usually how it happens. Happens. Um, this is a horrible situation. I, I, I feel bad for you, Dad. Ah, oh, jeez. Steve? Well, here's what trips me out about these types of letters. Mm -hmm. He just going along, you know. Yeah. I love both my parents equally. They got a divorce. It was really hard. I chose to stay with my dad so I wouldn't leave my school and everything. You know, we, we all got along great, spent holidays. You know, then about a year ago, Daddy was out on a ministry mission and right. stepmom invited me over for dinner. Oh, by the way, did I mention he married a woman that was a little bit younger than her and a very beautiful woman at the church. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm the minister of music. <laughs> and uh, Daddy was way on this trip, and uh, she invited me over uh, for dinner. During dinner, she told me she was really proud of the young adult that I've grown into and she said she always thought I was so handsome. Mm. After dinner, she told me to stay a while so we could chat. Well, you can guess what happened next. Now, right, pull up. <laughs> See how these letters go? Mm -hmm. They had grown into it. She said she always thought I was so handsome. After dinner, 
She told me to stay a while so we could chat. Well, you can guess what happened next. Not a hell. No. 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 Your chat when you fell asleep. (laughs) No, no. If I guess what happened next, you got up and went home and left (laughs) your stepmom at the house. I'm thinking a lot of stuff, but oh, no. Well, you can guess what happened next. So now, and then just out of nowhere, we've been having sex for a year. So, dog, Mm. you wasn't going to write nobody Mm. till this little incident came up. I really enjoy being with my stepmom. We don't just have sex. We have more of a real relationship. (laughs) Really? Boy. (laughs) And what real relationship do you have? Y'all go places? Y'all go to movies? Y'all hold hands? Y'all have public displays of affection. Y'all take vacation together, because that's what real relationships do. Y'all meet up for dinner and stuff, gland each other's eyes, walk hand in hand through the stores and malls. That's a real relationship. My dad is always busy with church, so it's easy for us to spend time together. But here's my problem. What? No, you mean it gets worse? See, but here's my problem. No, brother. The problem is your stepmama is sleeping around on your daddy. That's the real problem. Mm -hmm. And the bigger problem is you don't give a damn that it's your daddy because you sleeping around on your daddy too with his wife. But now you don't think none of this is wrong until we get, but here's my problem. Other than the fact that y'all both going to hell, (laughs) here's the problem. Other than the fact that that you want to write about. Last week, she told me she pregnant. She said, it's certain that it's my child. She's the first lady of the church and my stepmom. She's the first lady of the church. She's your first lady of the church. She's your stepmom. Hang on, Steve. (laughs) I got time. I'll be back. I got the rest of it. We'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, let's recap today's strawberry letter. My stepmama, baby mama, and first lady. This dude just started sleeping with his stepmama. His father's new wife. Well, they really knew him. Been sleeping with him for over a year. Now, he think the problem is, skip the problem that his Stepmama is cheating on his daddy. Skip the fact that the person she cheating on his daddy with is with him and that he don't give a damn about his father like that. He here's the problem he come up with is that she told him that she pregnant. And she say she's certain that it's my child. She's the first lady of the church and my stepmom. I'm the minister of music at the church. This will be so embarrassing if anyone finds out about us. Well, I think they have, <laughs> especially after we after this letter, because yeah. ain't many ministers sleeping with a younger wife whose son is the minister of music at the church. Right. That's three right. churches right there. So now, dog, <laughs> they already know it's you. Mm-hmm. We've had one of these before. So you say it'll be embarrassing if anybody finds out about it. But here go the part right here. I don't want to stop having sex with her. Mm. Okay, so, bruh, 
So let me ask you something. Why did you write me and Shirley? You don't want to have stopped having sex with her, but now she's scared. What should I do? Do I tell my dad what's been going on? See, I don't know who your daddy is, but I couldn't walk in there and tell this to my daddy. <laughs> Not the late, great, slick heart. <laughs> boy, boy. <laughs> go in there and tell him this. I could count the minutes I'd have left living. But you know what? I wouldn't have to worry about this because I wouldn't have done this to my father. My love and respect for my father was way too great. Dog, this is my daddy. This is the greatest dude I ever knew. Come on. So now, man, I ain't finna do this here. What What you talking about? But you weak. You weak. She weak. She trifling, you trifling. This ain't no thing that just happened. It's been going on for a year. And on top of all this, there's no remorse. I don't want to stop having sex with her. But now she's scared. What should I do? Do I tell my dad what's been going on? Or do I keep quiet and let my dad think it's his baby? Oh, man. Man, please help me. No, bro, we can't help you. Bro. There's no advice for this. There's nothing. I can't tell you to go in here and tell your father the truth because I don't want to be responsible for your death. <laughs> so I'm not going to recommend that you do that. An accessory. <laughs> I'm, yeah, man, because this right here, I'm not telling you that. So you do what you want to do. But see, the part about it, son, that makes this the part where I ain't got to help you is you don't really want help. See, what you want to find is another way that you can continue sleeping with her. Minister of Music. Listen to me, Minister Music. <laughs> Why don't she divorce your daddy and marry you? Mm. Now, see how long you're going to be the Minister of the Music Not at that, that church. <laughs> see, man, this 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 is low down on so many levels. Yeah. I'm, I'm really ashamed of you as a father, though. I mean, as a son to a father, I would hope, man, that my sons would never lose their respect for me the way you've done lost respect for your father. You actually should be ashamed of yourself. And now you sitting up in here talking about some, I don't want to stop having sex with her. So the sex is bigger and greater, which I know it can be at times, but the sex is bigger and greater than your love and relationship with your father. That's alarming. That's alarming. Now, most of us, admittedly, would never even want to have sex with our stepmom. <laughs> Let's just keep it 100. That's a rare, rare thing. But I sure wouldn't. So, bro, I don't know what to tell you, man. I ain't got no help for you. I sure appreciate you writing this trifling-ass letter in here, though. Because it was fun reading it, but I don't know. What you think, Shirley? I mean, I don't know. If anybody's going to tell, it's got to be her. She's the one that's pregnant, and she's the one that's married, you know? Baby don't need to be seen. Yeah, I mean, the the per- person that <laughs> suffers, like I said, is going to be the baby in the end. You know, he'll find oh, out well, who no, his no, real daddy sure. is. The baby got a granddaddy, an uncle, a brother, and a father. <laughs> yeah. All in one. But, yeah. but who, is, who does he think it is going to be, though? Well, he can call everybody the same thing. Is it going to be... <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. What? Uncle Daddy yeah. brother. His his stepbrother is his daddy. Yeah. Mm. His daddy mm. is his granddaddy. Yeah. He got a, he got a whole family. His yeah. brother is his son. Well, his daddy ain't gonna be around once his yeah. granddaddy no, finds out. Daddy gonna be gone. Yeah. <laughs> daddy gonna be gone. No, that's a wrap. But I yeah. I do have a suggestion that what kind of help this situation along. What? He is the minister of music, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's in charge of all the music at the church. I say, <laughs> I say, let the choir sing uh-huh. it. <laughs> Come on, Steve, you know how to do the choir. You do the soprano. Let me introduce. 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 We have a. Hurry. Good morning, everybody. The choir has a special song that it will sing today for the minister. Take it away. I got, I got something to say. Oh, I got, I got something to say. You might not like what you hear. You're going to run somebody out of here. But I got something, something I want to say. <laughs> and when we come back, I can do the rest of it. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. I love Sopranos when you get to the Sopranos. <laughs> yes. All right. All right, we'll be back with part three of today's Strawberry Letter, uh, <laughs> the choir and song. Right after this, the subject is my stepmama, baby mama, and uh, first lady. All that's coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, uh, this is part three of today's Strawberry Letter. The subject is my stepmama, baby mama, and first lady. We can quickly recap. A young man wrote us a letter. Uh, He's sleeping with his father's wife, who's younger than his father. She's his stepmother. She's the first lady of the church. They've been sleeping together for a year. Uh, The woman got pregnant. And uh, she's scared, and the young man wants to know what should he do. Should he tell his father, or what should go on? Uh, Jay suggested that uh, he do it in song, since he's a minister of music of the church. Mm -hmm. And uh, Steve, who does great choirs. uh, Yeah, and I think we're going to have an A selection from the choir. Yeah. And this is the pastor sitting in the pulpit. Okay. It's on a Sunday. Mm -hmm. They don't know, and the choir... Then been working on this song all week. <laughs> Introduce it, Jay. Yeah. Oh, good morning, everybody. We have another special election. <laughs> if you like the first one, this will top that one. Mm-hmm. It is a special, and you really got to stay. Everybody gonna be shocked when you hear these lyrics. Here you go. Take it away. <laughs> oh, something got a hold of me. Something got a hold of me, and that something I'm talking about mm-hmm. is staring me dead in my mind. <laughs> oh, something got a hold of me. <laughs> And that something Sing. is a she. <laughs> oh, that something that got a hold of me is a she. 
You ain't gonna believe who it is. But we about to have some kids. Something got a hold of me. I can't keep it Uh to myself. I gotta let y'all know. Oh, my stepmother (laughs) is running. Raging. <laughs> ah, she took advantage of me. Mm. We've been having plenty of sex, you see. Oh, something got a hold of me. Oh, I'm going to tell you how it happened. My daddy went on a long trip. Yes, he he did. Whoa, my daddy went on a long trip. Yes, he did. And the whole time he was gone, me and her was getting it on. Whoa, my daddy stayed gone a little too long. Oh, we've been screwing hard. Been at it for about a year. <laughs> oh, we've been screwing hard. Oh, we've been at it damn near a year. Yeah. Oh, then she dropped the news on me the other day. Said a baby was about to be on the way. What? And now I got a problem because my daddy just don't know. Mm. My mama's up. Well, said my daddy, I just don't know that my mama is a. Well, here we go. Let me get everybody moan for me. I done wrote a letter to Shirley, Shirley and Steve, (laughs) trying to get some relief told to me. Oh, but ain't done no damn good at all. They threw my letter up against the wall, and they said, I... Ain't worth a damn, and neither is she. <laughs> so what we're going to do, we got a baby on the way. Oh, and no the way. baby don't know who we are. Whoa, his real daddy is, his granddaddy, his brother is, his father by far. <laughs> oh, oh, but one, but one thing is for sure. Uh-huh. Mm. His mama is a <laughs> and a one thing we're trying to work out through this song. Last verse right here. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, daddy, you sitting there crying Aww. like this is new news to you. Oh, but I'm on this organ. I wrote this song for you. Yeah, oh, man. Wait up. 
minute, what you doing with the gun? Uh-oh. Don't you Wait. know that I'm your son? <laughs> you gonna shoot me and act like your ass don't belong. Well, this song, I'm on my way to heaven. Look here. Oh, I should have left this girl alone. Now I'm need. <laughs> 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 you ended it? That's how he ended the letter. It has a good moments. I let the church say amen. Amen. All right, coming up at the top of the hour, Pimpin' will be in the building. He's going to go over yesterday's games. It's week seven in the NFL right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Pimpin' is here. It's week seven of the NFL. Let's go. There's this music. Run up to the microphone. Mm-hmm. Here I come. Here I come. What's up? What's up? What's up? Pimpin. Oh man, what's up? What's up, ladies? Hey, Pimpin. Hey, Pimpin. hey Shirley, what's happening hey, with you? Hey, how you doing, Pimpin? I see y'all show like them big eyes you got. <laughs> Better to see you with Pimpin. <laughs> no, that's right. You can't miss nothing I got. What's up, Charlie? Hey, Pimpin. What's up? Happy birthday, girl. Sorry I couldn't make it to the party, but you know. Yeah. I was I working. You know, your party was like at night. You know, <laughs> I got things to take care of at night. I got to check traps. <laughs> I heard the party was slamming, no girl. Yes, it was. Thank you, Pimpin'. Thank you. Oh, girl, I was going to wear that. I had a new one. I was trying to make it to the party. I had a what new one. What were you going to wear? I had on gold. What were you going to wear? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I was going to wear blue. Blue? <laughs> I was going to wear blue. Okay. Uh, yeah. I had a party. My man killed about 300 Blue Jays. <laughs> Seriously, Pimpin? What? Oh, you know, I was finna come up in the house and they have all these blue boots. <laughs> blue head to toe. Girl, I had a blue feather Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been blue or something else, man. I ain't even lie to you. <laughs> it was oh, in nice. But anyway, you know, everything good, you know what I'm saying? So I'm here, you know. So I didn't make it. Mm, right. So I'm here. Right. Talk about whatever y'all. Hey, what's up, Jay? But Pimpin', that what you wearing tonight, man, is the. Uh, let's still say the bomb, cause that's what that is, man. Uh-huh. That you is see the it? bomb. I'm loving it, Pimpin'. Oh you, man. You see, y'all. A lot of people don't know what this is. Uh-uh, what, what is, is that, it? man? What is that? See, it look like leather, but you know what it really is. Let me feel it. Let me feel it. Oh, oh man, it's cold to the touch. What it's is it? Cause you cold know that's what touch. it is. What is it? This is peach skin. (laughs) Yeah. I'm wearing a fruit. This is a peach jacket. (laughs) That ain't fur, that's fur. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Well, Lady Gaga wore meat. I guess you can wear fruit. She wore meat, but she ain't sweet as me, so Uh I'm wearing peaches. I feel about. I'm talking about about 75 bags of peaches, man. (laughs) 
skin. This is oh peach skin. This is the real deal right peach here. Fuck. I wow. thought I smelled peach. That is nice. And, and, that that, so and nice. I ain't got to wear cologne either. Yeah, no, you smell good. like peach. You smell good. I bet that go over big in Atlanta, right? When you go in Atlanta, they mm. love that, don't they, man? Dog, dog. Pimping peach. Them, boy. That's sweet there. Is he laughing or this crying is right what now? it sounds like <laughs> when pimps cry. I threw y'all off with this one. I'm yeah, 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 yeah. I know they ain't gonna yeah, be with handle this right here. Peach, man. Of, they don't know how to do this, Jay. This pimp stuff here. So what y'all got going on? Well, week seven oh, we got the NFL. Results, pimp. Yeah. Okay, well, let's NFL. see. Got your totals and everything, right. Pimpy. You did good. Okay, Junior, you handle that. I just be as honest as I can. Now you did good. All right, let's see how you did, man. We did. I see. We start off with Tennessee versus the L.A. Chargers. They played in London at Wembley Stadium. Chargers won 20 to 19. Who did I pick? Chargers. <laughs> I forgot. I got it, Pip. Thank you, Junior. What's up, Tommy? All right, Patriots. They went to Chicago, and uh, Patriots won 38-31. I ain't ever picking the Patriots. I know good hell well. I picked Chicago. Yeah, you did, Pip. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Let's keep on sliding. Carolina. Carolina Panthers. Went to Philly and beat Philly 21-17. to That was your push game, Pimp. Yeah, yeah, that was my push game. But, you know, because I love Philly so much, man. But mm. the city. The city. <laughs> That's you butter, man. That's man? WDAS, man. 105.3 yeah. sound like Philly to me, man. It's the city, man. They got so many pimps in Philly. I can't even move around up in there. <laughs> okay, okay. You eat cheesesteak, uh, Pimpin'? Yeah, yeah, I eat cheese steak. When in Rome, do what the Romans do. <laughs> yeah, man, you, don't go, you, don't, you don't go to Philly, man, eat pizza. <laughs> All right, let's keep pushing them. Minnesota at New York Jets and the Vikings won 37 I think I picked 17. the Jets. No, no, you picked Minnesota. Oh, <laughs> pimp killing them because <laughs> I know better. <laughs> Thank Indianapolis. You. Indianapolis at Buffalo. The Colts won 37-5. to I know good and well. I picked the Colts on that. Yeah, because they quarterback is hurt. Josh Allen ain't there, so he ain't going to win nothing without him. Okay. Well, let's see how you did. Detroit at Miami. Detroit won 32-21. Yeah, yeah, I picked Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> I know I picked you Detroit. Ain't Hell, I'm going to pick Miami. We ain't even on the radio with Miami. Okay, well, hold on to that uh, that Blue Jay coat you got on. Cleveland went to Tampa Bay. Tampa and Cleveland won. almost. I'm so proud of them Browns, man. I'm hurt. But we, we in four overtime games. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Ain't nobody. Ain't nobody. Wait, why yeah. is she always in my ear with these times? That's when we got to We got to hurry up, Pimpin. That's, Who that's, is that's, she? We got to pay attention. <laughs> that's the engineer, Pimpin. Um, but do she know who she be talking to? <laughs> yeah, she knows she talking to Pippin. <laughs> you need to recognize. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> you know if you want to go to break, say that all these times. I don't do that. 
That she go again. <laughs> she be just tripping. All right, we'll have more NFL results <laughs> with Tampin. But y'all need to talk to this little young girl. She obviously don't know who I am. When we come back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, uh, here we are in the middle of week seven of the NFL. We're uh, checking Pimpin's uh, pickings. And, uh, mm-hmm. Pimpin's pickings. <laughs> After this, I want to talk about something that's in the news. Okay. All right, okay. all right, Pimpin. I don't normally do that, uh-huh. but you know. All right. Sometimes I, I'd you like need to get to your thoughts on the fight, but let's keep it moving. Okay. Go ahead. All right, Pimpin. All right, once again, Cleveland lost to Tampa, but Houston but it's went all to right. Jack- it was it was a moral victory for Cleveland because mm-hmm. we in all these games. It's four overtimes, man. Yeah. 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 I was all right. At least we got something to cheer for. Damn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Baker Mayfield. <laughs> well, we got something to cheer for too, Pimpin. Houston uh, beat the Jacksonville Jaguars twenty to seven. And dog, yeah. I picked Houston. You did, yeah, Pimpin. I did, cause Jacksonville and fell apart. Duval, they going hell now. <laughs> All right, New Orleans. New Orleans went to uh, New Orleans went to Baltimore. The Saints won twenty four to twenty three. Yeah. yeah, I picked Baltimore too. I couldn't believe it, man. But I'm, you know, yeah. I like New Orleans. Yeah. I can't say that. I'm good. I'm all right. Can't be right on. Who that nation? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. New Orleans on that one, Pimpin. So. Here go another tight one, Pimpin. Dallas. Dallas uh, went to Washington, and Washington won 20 to 17. <laughs> I know good and hell well. I picked the Reds, kid. <laughs> you did. You did, Pimpin. <laughs> Damn, I know Dallas, man. Whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, Cincinnati uh, went to Kansas City. And Kansas got their drawers toe off last night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about, man, like they shouldn't even be playing. <laughs> we laying in the cut, Pimpin, for tonight. You know, uh, uh, the Giants will be playing the Atlanta Falcons tonight. Oh, the Falcons, the Giants can't win right now. Eli, I don't know what's wrong with you. Okay. <laughs> Eli remind me of that movie that Denzel was in, The Book of Eli, because, hell, he can't see either. <laughs> This year, hey man, y'all better start going with pimps picks. Hey man, you did eight and three this week, pimpin'. Eight and three this week. You know how much money you have? You was going with the pimp. <laughs> Damn, I beat nothing. Eight, eight, Carla. Much as a lottery. Yes, pimpin'. I see, baby. Make sure you have your birthday on the day I can make it next year, okay? <laughs> you want me to have a day party? Yeah, you know, like in the afternoon. You know, black people have barbecues. <laughs> yeah, I can come okay. to barbecue. I can't come to no nighttime event. I'll be out there busy. Hey, sure. Yes. Okay, Come on, touch the peach before I leave. <laughs> oh, it's fuzzy. I know you want to. Ain't it? You ought to see what I'm going to have on later this week. I'm making wait. it now. I can't wait. <laughs> hey, Jay, keep it pimping, player. All right, pimping. Talk to Tommy you Tommy Town. All right, pimping now. Hey, Junior. All right, pimping, my hero. 
man with the pimp voice. <laughs> Love it, man. I talk. <laughs> I'll see y'all. Hey, don't forget to vote. That's right. That's right, Pimp. That's right, Pimp. Pimp's vote. All right, we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, y'all, as promised, uh, really no introduction. He's a family member, been on here so many times. Uh, but he is also the star of uh, ESPN's first take that I happen to watch every morning. I text him from time to time. I actually forget that it's live. And I just be texting him on his wardrobe and stuff he's saying. But this fool, while he's doing the show, will text back. Uh, the Stephen A. Smith Show is on ESPN Radio. Joining us today to get on some highlights about the NBA season. LeBron is in L.A. now. Rajan Rondo and CP3 got into it this weekend. Let's get to it. Please welcome to the show our friend, family member, my man, Stephen A. Smith. Woo-hoo. What's going on, y'all? What what's up, Stephen A.? Stephen A., what's up with you, man? I'm doing great, man. It's great to hear from all of y'all. You know, I miss y'all. Well, well, let's talk about this. The whole incident between Rondo and CP3, did, c- tell us exactly what happened from your understanding. Well, Jay, well, I was right there, uh, just a few feet away from the action, sitting there courtside. And um, James Harden was going down on a break for a layup. He pushed Brandon Ingram. He pushed off on Brandon Ingram. And Brandon Ingram got called for a foul. But it, James Harden could have easily been called for an offensive foul. Right. So he was complaining with the referee about a continuation because he thought it should have been an and one or whatever. And Brandon Ingram looked at him while he had his back turned, and he shoved. James Harden in the back. Right. So when he shoved James Harden in the back, James Harden could have turned around and tried to step to him, but instead he looked like the referee for the referee to do something. Referee by the name of Jason Phillips. The, the referee stepped in between Harden and Brandon Ingram, and Brandon Ingram got in the referee's face like he was ready to hit the referee. Yep, to the yeah. point where yep. Lance Stevenson, of all people, right. ran over to Brandon Ingram and grabbed Brandon Ingram to push him away from the referee from getting in his face because he knew that wasn't a good thing. Mm. Meanwhile, Rondo and CP3 ultimately start talking to one another and then the next thing you know, you see CP3 wipe his face. When he wipes his face, then he takes his finger and he mushes Rajon Rondo in the face. Rondo Mm. immediately throws a straight left that connects with CP3's face. And the fight ensues, and the next thing you know, CP3 throws a right uppercut that connects with Rondo's jaw. And then, obviously, with both, you know, Chris Paul grabbing CP3 and players like Melo and others grabbing Brandon Ingram, Brandon Ingram comes out of nowhere, and try rather grabbing Rondo, Brandon Ingram comes out of nowhere and comes into the freight and tries to sucker punch CP3. So then, obviously, Melo and those guys grab him as well. Um, ultimately, all three are ejected from the game. While LeBron is holding CP3, CP3 is saying, he spit in my face, he spit in my face. Then he walks over to Mark Jackson, Jeff Van Gundy, and Mike Green, calling the game on ABC, and he tells them, he spit in my face. So they ultimately all end up getting ejected. We don't we see the footage, but it's not until we slow mo it that we can see mm-hmm. that right. Rondo spit 
at CP3. Stephen A. Smith, we love you, man. Same here, bro. All right, coming up, our last break of the day with Steve Harvey. I think we're going to talk about money for closing. I think that's what we're going to do. We'll be well, back. one for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right after this at uh, 49 after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, here we are. Last break of the day. When we went out, we said we we're going to talk about money because, you know, there were no winners in the Mega Million or the Powerball lotteries. Uh, God, dog. So, so combined now, both the Mega Million jackpot and the Powerball jackpot have soared to a total of $2 billion, that's right, billion with a D, billion dollars. All right? Uh, the Mega Million jackpot is over $1.6 billion. That is an all-time record. All right? And, and no one's won it yet. And the Powerball is over $620 million. Uh, so, gotta ask you uh, if you won both, man. <laughs> I ain't gotta so, win both. I uh, just want that 1.6 billion. Because I saw uh, on TV the 1.6 billion, the buyout, if you take one lump sum, is 900 million. Yeah. Oh, but it's going to grow, Steve, because they're not going to do the drawing for the next two days. So yeah, it's going to get bigger than that. It's a Wednesday. Yeah, it, don't, it don't have to budge. I'm taking right <laughs> You good. Yeah. They can cheat me out of the next five hundred million. I'll be okay. Where where would you move to after you after winning that? Oh, way out the country. No. Well, where would you move? <laughs> You're he the one to said, ask that. He already said he was leaving some yeah. people if yeah. he won that win. Oh yeah. Oh, sure. I'm, I'm trying I'm, to get I'm to I, if I win that, mm-hmm. I'm trying uh-huh. to get to Avatar. That's not a that's real not, place. Yeah, that's fictional. No way they can't find you. Huh? Oh, no, no. Yes, Either Avatar or Wakanda. I'm going to one of them. <laughs> that's Another fictional. Fictional place. <laughs> no, I'm changing, he can go. I'm changing my answer machine. That's what I'm going to do. That's the you, first thing I would definitely change. have a house in Dubai. Oh, yeah. Oh. Would you really, Steve? Okay. Yeah. I want to yeah. go there. I would have a house in Dubai. Mm-hmm. I would put me a house in the Mediterranean somewhere. Mm. These are places you've been. He knows too. how to ball, yeah. doesn't uh-huh. he? Yeah, I'm going to have them, them, them. Well, no, hold up, hold up, hold up. Tell them where we uh, going to stay, Steve. <laughs> yeah. We mean all of us. Yes. <laughs> You're not leaving no, man, us. I, I get that kind of money in one lump sum. Uh-huh. Oh, uh, yeah. It's going to be some serious changes. Some serious changes. Like Instantly, what? automatically. Uh I probably, I'll probably move next door to Jay and Beyonce. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Just to say that's who stay next door. <laughs> oh, just to name drop, huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, man, who that? Jay and Beyonce. Yeah. <laughs> they always out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I, it's going to be some serious changes. Mm-hmm. One of the changes will be uh, Facebook, Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, all that, all that's gone. No social media, yeah. Steve. Oh hell! You will oh. buy it. You will nah. buy. It. Yeah, hell no. Cause I, I, y'all don't need to see none of this. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like your nephew a little bit. <laughs> oh, what you about to do? We uh-huh. can't see it. Oh, uh, okay. one point six billion. Because mm-hmm. uh, that's one of your goals is to get to that. a billion. Yeah. Just say one billion. I'm, we're gonna do something with that six. So don't worry about that part. 
but the one it's gonna be overseas. It's gonna be higher. Me and the crew, we gonna divide that up between stuff. You you got the one. You can keep it moving. You think if I want a billion dollars, I give you six hundred million? It's one point six. What you got one? What do you need the other six for? To get oh, another green. billion. Oh, we'll be on. right back to the people who get in an argument, but they haven't won the lottery. What? We'll With be right back. Over money <laughs> that they don't have. I'm finna make sure everybody's straight over here. No, I'm gonna help oh. you be straight. I'm gonna give you meal, man. Go on with your life. Meal? Oh, a meal? meal. A meal? A billion? Yeah, that's all you gonna give us is a meal? We got to pay taxes hey. on that meal. Hush. Hush. Hold up. Hold up. Hush. You're not going to talk me out of mine. Hold up. i tell you what. i tell you what. No, How don't about change this right your mind. Here? Don't change your See, mind. Cause, no, no. See, everybody talking. We are uh, not Carla, everyone. Carla, Jay, and Tommy. I just felt you could up. You're down to 100000 Oh, no. Am I still at oh, my meal? Man. Yeah. Oh, you, oh, you man. Sure I'm going to be the stupid one in the group that goes, yeah. well, you can just keep that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And, and I, I will. Uh-uh, Jay. Yeah. My mom okay. always said, if you can't uh, make a dime, make a nickel. Yes. So hold up, though. <laughs> okay, hold up. So, Tommy, mm-hmm. if you got $1.6 billion, how much would mm-hmm. you give me? I'm, I'm going to give you about $10 million. See? I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you about mm-hmm. $10 million. All you done all for I him, all you worth is 10 million. He talking about some damn 10 million. Let me get one You over here million. talking about a million, <laughs> and, I, and I got you to pay taxes on for me. This is a- huh? You ain't done nothing for me. That's why I'm going to give you a million. This- I've been there for you so many times. This happens on <laughs> city buses every day, all day long. This, this, this argument, argument right there. Okay, okay. Quick, quick okay, fight okay, right okay, here. Okay, check this out. Uh, I get a bill, you know, I'm buying two airplanes. Mm-hmm. That's oh. for starters. We gotta well, that go. Ain't for starters. <laughs> I'm gonna put away. I'm gonna put five hundred million in an account that'll give me ten to twelve percent guaranteed, and I know who got that account. So that means every year I'll be getting fifty million. Oh. I'm gonna live on the interest. Yeah. I'm gonna uh, open up the, uh, several boys camps around the city, around the country, change some boys' lives, complete our mission to send 10,000 kids to college. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna buy these two planes. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there.